It's your boy, Mr. Handcrafted, and welcome to the I Don't Know Shit Podcast. Today, we got a special guest today. Uh, I would like for her to introduce herself. I want you to tell me how we met, uh, maybe what your experience is in the life of where we met, and what's your story? Okay, so my name is Jessica, Jessica Moxley. I am Yoga Chef Jess on social media. Um, We met online. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And... How has your online experience been? um, It's been interesting. People are interesting. I said the same thing last episode, just yesterday. People are interesting. People are different. Yeah. It's a... it's very it's awkward though sometimes it like makes you own I don't know meeting people is awkward it is very you never I, I I'm always afraid that people are gonna like judge me for something I say first impression oh it's the worst yeah really okay I'll take that <laughs> I appreciate that so what's your story how'd you get how'd you become yoga chef Jess um so same i've been cooking for my entire life is um, that who, who taught you how to cook everyone in my family cooks my mom and my uncle and my cousin okay they all do like my mom and my uncle make a lot of cakes where are they from north carolina okay the carolinas yeah. okay all right yeah. that's just up from the mountains of north carolina the mountains oh wow yeah that's a different type of culture down there isn't it it is, but it's similar to here. Is it really? It is, and it looks very similar. Like, the mountains of South Carolina or North Carolina? Yes, because there's still, like, people are still racist and assholes. Like, it's just, it's the same. So, for me, I, I, I've never really been to the South. Like, I've been traveling. I passed through Atlanta or some shit like that. But I've never really went and, like, visited or adapted myself in the culture of shit, anything like that. But I've always been told, like... Southern racism and like over here racism is different. Like over here, it's like more passive. It's like hidden. Yeah. Over there, it's more in your face. Like nigga, it's I don't very, fuck. With, I don't fuck with you. Yeah, it's you very know what I mean. Face. And yeah. so for me, I think personally, I've never experienced. But I would rather somebody just let me know, like you don't fuck with me, <laughs> than sitting here having to deal with you on a regular basis and have to feel this weird ass energy because you don't like black people or something like that. But then again, like I said, I've never lived in that type of environment so i i don't know if i'd want that hidden or not i think i would i don't think i would i mean it's definitely different getting used to the passive aggressiveness racism over here for sure but i mean eh, i don't know i don't think either is better really they both kind of racism is racism i guess you i get what you're saying this man he's like i would rather not have either absolutely i'm light-skinned so like i get racism from both sides from black people and white people because they don't know what i am and they're not really sure and yeah so they don't know how to treat me i feel i feel like sometimes uh from my own personal experience i feel like sometimes light-skinned people they're either like there's like i don't know it's like they're either super extreme like like Huey P. Newton, like Black Power, like <laughs> like they assume that everybody's racist and shit like that, or it's like they just don't care at all. It seems like uh, I don't know. It, I don't know. It seems like they have a lot of um, personal, like uh, what would it be like a identity crisis? Yeah, maybe. Is that true? Yeah, maybe. I feel like I'm kind of in the middle because okay. like I care a lot more. Okay. Then, yeah. But I'm also pretty bougie. <laughs> See, I'm bougie, but I'm cheap at the same time, oh, you know? What I mean? Definitely. So I like nice shit, but I don't want to spend my money on it. Uh-uh. <laughs> I love being cheap. <laughs> Bro, if I can find a deal or a discount, like, I'm definitely shooting for that deal or that discount. I am Susan the Saver. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I used to coupon, so don't even coupon is dope i've never got into it It takes a lot of time doesn't it yeah i'm not into it anymore because i don't use those products anymore but back then when i was using it it was very helpful i just changed over my products as far as my deodorant and my toothpaste and i can feel a difference it feels like i don't know like my mouth feels different not using fluoride and shit like that yeah 
I don't know. It feels. It doesn't feel weird, but it's like it's weird because it's different. Yeah. You know what I mean. All right, but back to cooking. Like, is there a particular person's like recipes or like style that you use that you adapted from your family, or is it you just combined everybody's style together and kind of just made your made just the chef? I kind of combined everybody's mixture um, because I took a lot from everybody, but I spent a lot of time by myself as a child. Okay. So like, I watched a lot of cooking shows recorded a lot of cooking shows wrote down a lot of recipes printed a lot of recipes came up with a lot of stuff yeah yeah, yeah. and then i eventually went to college for culinary and food service management so like i just consume like i just consumed my life with food Food. basically at first i wanted to be a cook and all those good things i wanted to open up a restaurant but then it was like 80% of all restaurants fell mm-hmm. or some shit like that. Yep. That kind of... In the life. first year. It yeah. kind of scared me a little bit. Yeah. And then it's like uh, people invest a lot of money straight off the back with restaurants. It's very hard just to have like a a little small startup. I mean, you can do it, but... It's not built for the week. No. That is for sure. <laughs> no week, bitches allowed. No, not at all. <laughs> like, uh, I used to work at uh, Embassy Suites, like in the catering department. Mm-hmm. I worked at Bon Appetit. Mm-hmm. It was like a... Like, it was like a, like, it's supposed to be like a gourmet cafeteria type shit. It was in, like, uh, Inside Adidas. of Adidas. No, so this is inside of Adidas, and it was inside of Intel. Okay. And um, I also worked at, like, uh, this isn't really cooking, but Old Spaghetti Factory. But <laughs> I, I really, really learned how to cook when I went to Intel. Uh, I became, like, a grill cook and different things like that. But, yeah. Um, as far as, like, how did you get into the whole plant-based lifestyle? Like, well... I've been a vegetarian most of my life. Okay. I grew up on a farm. Okay. Way, way, way out in the motherfucking boondocks. Um, But we lived on a farm. We had cows, chickens. Um, I had another family um, when I became like in the fifth grade. And they had a farm also. And they had goats and chickens and guineas. So then like I just... Yeah, spent a lot of time outside and yeah. spent a lot of time like playing with animals and like on my family, on my mom's side, um, the family that had the farm, they slaughtered their own animals. So like watching my uncle like go hunting or like walking into the barn and seeing like a cow or a deer hanging by its Achilles heel and they're just like stripping it down like that's a lot for a child absolutely and when I was young I was chased around the yard with like we were like processing chickens and I got chased around the yard with a chicken without a head so like I mean that shit's fucking traumatizing absolutely and you remember it and like we would have cows in the we would have cows in the pastures and like during wintertime, they don't get to be there because that's when you slaughter them and you put them in the freezer. Okay. So like all summer long, I'm like talking to these cows and like when they get out of the fence, we have to herd them back into the fence and yeah. whatnot. And then like, then you walk outside and they're not there anymore, <laughs> but you're supposed to like eat this things steak that you, you know just... like no that's too much i could i was like can i have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich please <laughs> so i i kind of was always vegetarian because i just couldn't take that and then eventually i went to culinary school and i had to go through like the whole butchering process and yeah. all of that and that did not help me any either and i was just like you know what i think i'm just gonna stay with this but i did bounce back and forth a lot during that time because i was like so encompassed in food and i was like well i'm making this i can't not Not, try it like yeah absolutely i I started to eat a lot of pork like that pork pork is it's like addictive bacon yeah (sighs) absolutely like pork loaves i learned how to make carnitas with like uh coca-cola and orange juice yeah yeah so it it was bad bro i ended up getting like 320 pounds so you ate a lot of carnitas Yeah, I sure the fuck did. I mean, <laughs> no shame, but... <laughs> so, I guess, like, what... So, what motivate like... Uh, what's the difference between vegan and plant-based? And, like, what are, like, the alternative... Artern- like, what's the, like, the benefits of choosing one over the other? I feel like most people for vegan versus plant-based... Like, vegans are very strict. And I feel like maybe vegans are for 
the animals. Yeah. Whereas plant-based is probably more for your health. Okay. Um, plant-based people tend to do honey. Okay. Whereas most vegans do not. Really? Yeah. Oh, because it comes from bees. Yeah. Oh, shit. I never thought of that. I mean, but... Yeah, but then they don't... Damn, no milk. Yeah, all right. Well, I don't do milk either. I don't either. I, I don't... I, I mean, I do everything that vegans do. I just use honey. So, I use honey because of the medicinal purposes. I didn't know honey had medicinal purposes. Yeah, see. Well, I work with nature, and I'm in touch with my native and African side. Oh, excuse me. And so me. I try to do things as ancient and nature-based nature as I can. That's dope, though. And, like, that's, that's using up. honey. Absolutely. So we still use uh, cheese. I kind of I feel bad when I say it, because have you ever seen this movie called What the Health? Yeah. Or Game Changers? Yeah. And then you learn how, like, there's, like, a, like a chemical in cheese that's, like, kind of like a drug and shit mm-hmm. like that. And it's just, like... Damn, nigga, I'm addicted to cheese. I'd rather be something more fun, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, why fucking cheese, bro? But uh, what do you see your company about five years from now? Like, what's your vision for your whole brand? Um, I would say in the next five years, I would like to have a space where I can, where we can do body work like yoga. And I do a class called Booty Work where we do like half. You got fitness. my attention. My eyes got all big. <laughs> we do like half fitness where we're like really like intense working on our body. And then the other half is yoga and we're like stretching and breathing. It's like, it's like a yoga Zumba. Um, Not like a Zumba. More like a mm, like a hit, like a hit class. H-I-I-T. I don't know what that is. Sorry. It's just like, I don't know. It's intense exercise workout because it's only like 30 minutes, but. You're going to be sore. Would you consider yourself like an activist as far as like, because I feel like, a, so her friend, uh, Miss Fit Vegan, Miss, what is it, Tiff Fit Vegan or some shit like that? There you go. She's very like in your face about it. Like, mother. And see, that's why I'm plant based and not vegan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She's very like, I don't know. She wants. That's, yeah. That's. That's a difference. <laughs> That's a difference in us. I, I just feel like this. I, I feel like that is like just to force anything on anybody. I feel like it's kind of. It's too much. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's, I, I can't I can't really get with. Uh, what do you guys feel about uh, clone meat? Mm. Boca burgers and possible burgers. Well. I'm gonna answer your first question first. Which one was that? Do we do I consider myself an activist? Yes. Um, I'm not really like a protester, like marching. Okay. But I definitely will post videos and I post information. Um, my whole brand is based off of plant based, so it's for your health and for the health of everyone. Do you post pictures or something of like slaughterhouses yes, I and do. cows? I do. Do you really? I do. And if people want to talk about it, then we can talk about it. Let's talk about it. I'm oh, just, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just like, <laughs> no, that shit's, I don't know. It's just weird. It's I, like for, I don't eat cows and I don't eat pork and haven't for almost two years now in April. So like it, like I don't, I still don't eat it, but it still is weird to like see it though. It's like, I don't want to, I don't know. But that's, that's the whole point in watching it because if you watch something like that, then you're less likely to want to be a part of that. Absolutely. And that is going to change your life for the better. I don't, I personally don't think the, uh, do you think there are people that literally watch those videos and are like, all right, I'm never eating that shit again? Some people, yeah. You just don't. <laughs> I don't think so, bro. Like, people that like, I feel like really want to make the change. It's like they've really like went and seeked knowledge or they really like absorb themselves at least being open to the idea. Nobody goes online and sees a cow getting slaughtered and be like, oh shit, let's never do this again. But it's at least to get you thinking because like you, Has we that- don't see animals walking around and then like watch them being slaughtered. Nah. We just go to the grocery store and buy meat. There's no like you don't even know, yeah like you it. don't Absolutely. even know what that is and where that came from. Absolutely. Like so to see it is so much more connect. Like why wouldn't you want to be more connected to your food? That's yeah. something that you're ingesting into your body. Absolutely. So why wouldn't you want to know where it comes from? What happens to it? Why is people? 
why are people fighting and dying for this cause or whatever if like mm-hmm. there's not like something to it i i agree 100 percent. like i like i said like i don't eat beef but my my shit wasn't it, it had nothing to do with the the slaughtering of it or anything like that yeah and most people that i talk to it's not like uh tiffany said like her it ended up becoming too much for her because like her family and her husband were like hunters and shit like that just kind of like you it was just like it just became too much. It was gross. Like she's helped like skin and package up deers and shit like that. So it just it be- it's really intense. If you like, and I feel like people, if you're gonna eat that and consume that, then you need to go through that process because you need to know how that happens what and if, how you get to this steak or this burger that you love so much. What if people only go to the store because they just don't have the time to go and slaughter something? I mean, I understand that, but I feel like you should still at least go to the farm and watch. And like see, yes, I feel like that's important for us to know as people, because then you can decide whether you want to be a part of that or not. Absolutely. Or whether you want to consume that or not. I feel like that's good information for all of us. I feel like as as people get older, they like get more in tune with like uh, things around them, like plants and nature and trees and animals and shit like that. And like as I've gotten older, it's even gotten to the point where like. Some spiders and shit, like, I won't even kill them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, say, like, I'm walking out and there's, like, a spider on the wall and shit. i kill that motherfucker. But it's more like that nigga scared me. You know what I mean? It's not like, it's not like a fucking, like, it's like, what are you doing here? Like, you got me fucked up. Like, it's like somebody walking to your house and he accidentally scared you expecting him. Oh, he- I understand being startled. <laughs> so, I completely yeah. understand. I try my best not to kill them and I try my best to save them. But sometimes they catch me off guard. So, I mean, so you I'm so me. sorry. I'm so sorry. Like, But they me. are very ancient medicine. Grandmother spider. Spiders, really? Yeah. Bro, I got this spider on my car, and it's like, it's sneaky. It can feel me every time I, it will be like making a web on my rear view mirror, and I'll try to get up to go like around to kill it, and it'll sneak right, like. But did you ever think that maybe it's like doing that on your mirror because it's like giving you some sort of protection? I mean, there's a lot of flies over by my job because we got beer and shit like that. I don't fucking know. I don't know. I'm not too into like spiders. Well, you should you should look up the meaning of spiders and then see how like what resonates with you. Like when you read it and like all the information that it says about what happens if you see a spider, if you're like drawn to spiders, blah, 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 blah. Like just see what resonates with you. And that's probably what that spider is trying to tell you. I, th- I definitely that's how nature works i th- i feel like that to an extent but I, I guess i've never so i grew up christian so a lot of my I did too my mother's southern baptist yeah so for me it's like having to break that and learn to think oh, different it's like i'm in the beginning phases of that and i'm still really young i'm only 28 so i got i got hopefully i got some time yeah if i play my cards right to really indulge and learn honestly this is why i've built this platform is to hopefully learn and indulge in different like things keep my mind open i don't ever want to become stagnant or just stuck in one ideology like yeah. i feel like the world and life is too big just to be in a box yeah what the fuck do there's, I know? there's so much out there that we don't even know and absolutely. like a whole world out there to explore absolutely <laughs> um so when we're doing like our research and stuff for our vegan episode we found out that sugar is bleached with pork. Mm-hmm. Do you eat white sugar? I do not. Really? I do not. Really? The vegan ate white sugar. And she goes, oh, well, we all can't well, be Well, I'm not <laughs> vegan. I'm plant-based for my health. No, I And don't. sugar is cocaine, and I don't consume that. Yeah. Sugar is a drug, and it's terrible for our bodies, and it breaks us down, and it keeps our bodies from absorbing nutrients from our food absolutely one of the things when i and health is important absolutely absolutely (laughs) we we both went like on a weight loss journey and one thing the first thing we did was like soda and then it was like sugar and And sugar is in everything and fucking everything everything yeah salt too salt salt salt's like crack too though yeah it's hella addictive yeah like i use sea salt do you we were um so I started to read this. So 
I feel like I'm an empath, and I started to read this book called uh, The Empath Survival Guide, The Guide for Emotional People or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And they were saying something like people with high uh, sensitivity to, like, emotions and shit should use, like, Himalayan salt. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you know about that? Like, what's the what's the connection between Himalayan salt and filling? Well, Himalayan salt grows straight from the ground. Doesn't all salt? It, like, grows... It, well, so, like, sea salt you can get from, like, the water. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Himalayan salt, like, grows off of a mountain. I can't remember. I would say the Himalayas. <laughs> that makes but don't quote me on it. <laughs> Just it say you don't like, know shit. <laughs> it grows like on a mountain because okay. we saw it, and they like it grows pink, and they just like scrape it and then walk it down the mountain. Really? Ain't yeah. that kind of dirty though? I mean, you wash it, I guess. I, I really don't, don't know. It? I don't know. I right, sorry. I'm just. I got. I got questions for you. I just. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to jujel the rest. All right. So do, so I would so since you don't eat um can uh sugar i i was gonna ask do you eat gelatin or um candy and so i'd say that. i eat candy but i eat candy that's not got gelatin in it see i started eating like this plant-based candy it's like in the health like the health section it's expensive as fuck yeah. organic candy and shit like that it's stuff that doesn't have gelatin it's like why is it why does it cost so much more because those um ingredients are more expensive because like to get like something usda stamped organic costs extra money even though like a lot of things that like like farmers like local farmers Mm -hmm. a lot of their things are organic but they can't afford to pay for that usda stamp whereas like these big corporations that are just shipping the shit out can just pay for that stamp wow and just throw a few ingredients in it that's actually organic whereas most of it's not that's crazy yeah how do you uh you never answer the question about how you guys feel about clone meat. Oh, um, I don't know. No. No? No. This That vegan, I know you're not vegan, <laughs> but I keep bringing it up. That vegan chick, she's all for that clone meat no. shit. That sound, it sounds terrible to put in your body. Yeah, no, no. Like, why would you ever want to do that? Like, I, I said, I think I'd rather eat the regular shit than... I'd rather just eat some fucking mushrooms. Like, can we just get some mushrooms? Yeah. But mushrooms come out of shit, though, don't they? No. We go and pick them in the forest. They grow out of the ground. (laughs) Oh, I'm thinking of different mushrooms. (laughs) Those, so psychedelic mushrooms do come from that, but they don't have to. Yeah, They can be farmed, too. Really? Yeah. See, I'm learning a lot today. I didn't know that. I thought (laughs) motherfuckers, people was out here going and picking no no they grow like in um so yeah like in but on also like just in rural not rural urban areas really yeah that's where a lot of people say that they pick them like just in like people's yards a lot of people are trying to plant them in the city though when yeah. they have them they're trying to they'll have like spore starter sets you bring your mic a little They'll have like a store. There you go. Spore kits uh-huh. that they distribute, uh-huh. uh, like in, around trees and stuff, in bark chips. So, what's the pro? Do you know what the process is for that? Is that like weed? You have to like pick them and then dry them, and then like you, then you can eat them. Um, I, to my understanding, you can eat them raw. Yeah, fresh. You can eat. Yeah, you can eat them fresh or raw, or you can like dry them and use them as like tea, or you can like grind them up and put them into powder. That's that's crazy. I guess they're stronger if they're fresh, a lot stronger. I don't know. I've done I've done mushrooms once. No, I'm lying. Twice. The second time I ate enough to actually get the hallucinating mm-hmm. like high from it, and I forgot hallucination like hallucinogens they go in stages, right? And mm-hmm. so I thought like it's been a while. I thought I was cool to go and drive, <laughs> and so I took my friend home and. You realized it was a bad idea. Terrible, bro. <laughs> Terrible. Like, there was, like, three and four lines. The lights weren't fucking green, red, and yellow. They were, like, purple, blue, and something else. It was... I seen cops everywhere. It was... It was. But you also were seeing purple everywhere, so... If I, if I wasn't driving, that shit would have been dope. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, 
watching some crazy movie like Alice in Wonderland or something like that. I sound like a druggie, don't I? Terrible. Sorry. Um, how did you get into yoga? Um, my second family that I was talking about earlier, when I was 15, she said that I was getting an attitude and that I was turning into an asshole. So I needed to go to yoga to calm down. <laughs> so I was talking to you. I wasn't talking to her. Yeah. That... <laughs> This all makes sense now. Nigga, y'all have me confused. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> how do you, um, how does your, um, how does your retreat work? How does, um, so we aren't having one this 2021. Okay. Just because of Rona. Right. But um, earlier this year, in 2020, uh, February, I think February, we um, rent a house in Costa Rica for a week. Okay. It's right on the beach. Okay. Um, And I cook all the food. Okay. And one of my associates does the teaching. I teach a couple of classes, but I mostly do the food. Um, And, yeah. How does that how does that go? Do you, you guys like sell out? Is it like is we usually how, sell out? How many how many people do you guys usually do? Thirteen. Thirteen. Th- the house fits thirteen. That's kind of dope, bro. It's so I cannot wait. Like I would love to find more people who want to do that. Did you like? Have you like since you guys have been doing it? Have you guys like built like a little family community? Yeah, because we did it two years in a row. Okay. And twenty twenty one would have been our third year. Oh, but, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, we, she, the person that I do it with, her name is Allison. She um, was my 300 hour teacher here in Portland. What's that? A 300? So, like in yoga, there's hours and like 200 hours, like the beginning, and then 300 hours. You get, a, you take a 300 hour to get your 500 hour. Anyway, she was my teacher. Okay. Um, <clears throat> do you have to be flexible to do yoga? No. 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 Because you don't have to do what everybody else is doing. You can do your own. Like, the purpose in doing yoga is to, like, be at one with yourself. Not to, like, worry about what anybody else is doing. Like, the teacher is there to guide you on your journey, but it's your own personal journey. Okay. Uh, How do you, how similar is yoga to meditation? It's a type of meditation. But also, like, usually meditation is, like, either in the beginning or some people do it at the end. It just depends on, like, what your teacher does. What do you, what would you suggest? Um, I suggest doing both. Because yoga is, like, meditation with... So, like, when you're doing yoga, you're supposed to go inside yourself. Right. So that's, like, inside your heart, inside your mind, inside your body. You're supposed to, like, feel what you feel as you're moving through the poses and, like, whatever emotions that come through or whatever thoughts or whatever. You're supposed to, like, move through that, moving through your body. Absolutely. Um, can I, I, I want to back up a little bit. So, like, you, you, you kind of, as a child, grew up in the Carolinas, right? Or I, North Carolina? Yeah. Okay. So after that, like, what happened? You go to high school. Where'd you Where'd you go to high school? Did you go to college? Oh, you said you went to culinary school. Does, was that here? No. So I went. So I graduated from Wilkes Central High School in North Carolina. It's in Wilkesboro, North Carolina. Okay, you a real Southern girl. Okay, in Wilkesboro, okay. North Carolina. Okay. <laughs> okay. In two thousand seven, okay. and then I left there and moved to Charlotte, North Carolina. And that's where I went to college. I went to Johnson and Wales University. Okay. It's a private college. Sounds like it. And I had, um, I have a associates in culinary and I have a bachelor's in food service management okay. and I have a minor in beverage and a minor in event management. That's <clears throat> dope. That's dope. So you, after leaving college, the goal was to go and start a restaurant. Well, the goal wasn't necessarily to start a restaurant, but the goal was to like do my own thing. Okay. Because I've always like making i've always liked making meals for like busy families that's how i started like when i was like 16. i started like babysitting for people Mm -hmm. and like they would want something to eat for everybody and so i would make something and that was kind of like what got that little part in my head and then like i've just evolved it and changed it over the years like as i've changed that makes sense 
Um, so like I said before, like I used to like, I still like cooking and I'll cook for the wife. Uh, I used to cook for like family events and something like that. Or I had people come over and I would cook. For some reason, when I cook for me and wifey, it's, it's fine. Shit comes out fire. But when I cook for other people, I'll burn something or I'll like forget <laughs> to season something. Like I'll forget a step on something. Yeah. Like what do you do to stop like? I guess I guess it wouldn't be, but like I said before, like I used to do like a uh, like a, a grill at work. I ran like the Mongolian grill, so like there's steps to that. Like you got to cook the meat, then you add like the noodles and the sauce, and then like there's steps. Like I've I've had to cook where people standing right there and serve at a certain time, mm -hmm. but for some reason when people come over, I I, I fuck something up. <laughs> How do you keep from doing that? Um. Well. We talked about meditation, and right. I use my cooking as a meditation. Okay. It's a form of meditation to me. But also maybe have your mise en place, your shit in place is what that means. Bro, I'll prep even, like, the day before. <laughs> Shit's prepped. Everything's laid out. Vegetable. I literally just had to put the shit together. Are you nervous? Yes. That's probably it's, what it yeah. is. <laughs> like, I'm scared that it's like, I'm not going to do something right. I'm okay, a, so then you're like setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. If you're expecting to fail. I'm not just, expecting. Yes, you are. Because you just said, I'm. I don't, I'm not expecting to fail. Like, I know I can do it. But for some reason, uh, I think my, I think the people that I used to cook for are just super judgmental. <laughs> or maybe it's, I used to talk shit. So I'm scared. So I go talk <laughs> shit about my shit. Maybe that's it. I don't know, man. But. It definitely, it definitely throws me off. How long have you, so how long in total have you been cooking professionally? Well, um, let's see. After, after high school, I went to college and then I worked. Um, so I got my first job in the kitchen when I was 15. Okay. I was working at a place called the Mayflower. It was like a seafood place. Okay. And then I got like an internship with this hot new chef in my hometown. Okay. And um, then he eventually like gave me a job and then I just like networked through different chefs after that. Um, from my experience, culinary is like super bougie. Like, it is very. Like, like snobby. Like, it is, like, it is. And I worked at like small fine dining restaurants. So like the real, real snooty people. I don't, I, for, that was one thing that turned me off about food. It was just like, I felt like food was supposed to be like, like bring people together. It's supposed to be like a community thing. Like a, like it's not supposed to be like that. It's supposed to be like joyful and like not so, I don't know, like Gordon Ramsay. I, I'm sure I'm going to, I understand that's a show, but like yeah, people, chefs are really like that, bro. Yeah, I know. Like, are you like that? I don't know. Ask Ashley. <laughs> I am a little bit. Ah, <laughs> we got the Gordon Ramsay in North Carolina. I wouldn't say I'm like Gordon Ramsay, but I am a little aggressive in the kitchen because I want things done a certain, certain way. way. Yeah, I can. I'm, but that's also like I'm very, I'm very particular like that, and that, and especially when it comes to my food because that's like. A part of who, no, it's a part of who I am and mm -hmm. I'm sharing who I am with somebody else and I want it to be presented a certain way. When you eat it, I want it to be a certain way. So I package my things very, very specific Yeah. because I, I don't want you to eat it just any kind of way. I want you to eat it the way I want you to eat it. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking funny. That's awesome. Even like, so like when we're cooking it, um, so me and wife, we've been together four years almost and we've been married too. And like, so I used to cook and then somehow I got kicked out of the kitchen and I no longer have a spot there anymore. I get like to guest appear on Wednesdays and Sundays sometimes. <laughs> but like, uh, sometimes when we, uh, when, uh, when we cook, even if the meal comes out really good, I always like, all right, babe, what do you think we could have done different or better to make it like... Mm -hmm. come out better and she used to hate that shit about me like it's not good enough like she, i used to get that whole it's not good enough like why can't you just yeah accept it speech and for me it was like maybe it's, i'm not saying it's not good enough but for me i personally would like to always grow and get better and like for me i'm very hard on myself like i always want to not necessarily change but i want to make sure that i'm never like i said before stagnant yeah and so for me uh, like I said, like I'm always trying to. Is, do you do something similar? Do you do you 
Like, do you were like, have you ever ran into something that didn't work for you that you ended up changing up because all the time, okay. all the time. Yeah. She doesn't, it's not that she doesn't make mistakes or like that she doesn't fail. Yeah. She just like keeps doing it. Like if it's a bad batch, she'll just toss it out and do it again. So persistence for me, sometimes when I have like a bad something, I try to still like Roman. I'll make it I'll make it into something else right absolutely like I made cupcakes one time for this party and I used fresh strawberries and I didn't realize that, like I just needed to put only a little little bit of the strawberry paste into it and they were like really really wet and so like when I tried to put icing on it it just like and so I just like took them out and I just like crumbled them up and I made a trifle out of it and it worked because then it was like soaked with like pudding and whipped cream and strawberry, yeah. so it didn't even matter. Right, absolutely. That's dope. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, I, I've turned it into something else, but like it's just sometimes when I want to make something, I have an idea of what it is and what I want. So, I'm very, I'm definitely very critical. I ask my clients questions all the time like, did you like this? Did you like it with this? Do you like it with the other thing? Like, I'll make the same thing and make it differently and ask them which one did they like better. Absolutely. That's dope. <laughs> That's dope. Uh, what do you have a cookbook? Have you ever thought about making a cookbook? I'm working on one. Are you really? Yeah, I'm working on a couple of ebooks. I okay. want to release them. Um, twenty one, twenty twenty one. Hopefully, twenty twenty one is definitely better than twenty. I mean, twenty twenty wasn't bad. What do you think? I mean, I think it was rocky, but I mean, I feel like I had a good year. I mean, I had a, it was it was a good year for me. I mean, you know, there's a lot of shit going on, but there's always a lot of shit going on. Absolutely. And as a, yeah. I feel like for me, it was, I feel like it was good just because I feel like uh, I, I learned a lot. Uh, there was like relationships that I lost. There was people that like things that I found out like on business end and personally. And this is a lot of, it was a lot of growth and learning for me in this year. Um, a lot I, of things come into light. Bro, like I, I, I started, I started to fix my credit in the process of trying to buy my house, like starting my own businesses, creating my LLC. Like this is kind of shit that I didn't. adult shit. Yeah, adulting the stuff that nobody <laughs> taught us how to do or told us that we needed to do any of this shit, and now we all have to do it when we're like almost thirty. How the fuck, bro? Yes, it's <laughs> crazy. Is just like I. I when I first started doing all that, I thought it would be kind of almost like fun and like a project. If I would do Hell it. no, this shit ain't fun. I'm, I'm saying like if I was to do it with like my friends, like if I was like if we were all doing it together, I kind of it'd, it'd make it be like, I don't know, like it's like working with a best friend or something like that. Yeah. It's doing something shitty. It's always cool when you yeah. got somebody there, but nobody really fucked with the idea. Like people was like, nigga, you tripping? Like <laughs> who the fuck do you think you are type shit? Yeah. I mean, but. That's how that's how some people are though. Like, we have to leave people in that space and move on. What? He wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. That, yeah, absolutely. That's that's cool because a lot of people don't understand that, and I hope that my friends or the people I used to hang out with don't like try to wait until it's too late. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I don't think it's ever too late, but I feel like. The more longer you wait, the harder it is. Yeah. I got brothers that, I got a brother that's like five years older than me and like, I pray for him, man. And I don't even pray. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it's like, I don't, I honestly don't. Growth is hard. Change is hard. Yeah. But so, growth comes with change. Absolutely. So, absolutely. So, and you have to work for it. Absolutely. So 2020 <laughs> was definitely like, it was it was good. It had its bads, but I think we've definitely, depending on what you perceive on like life and what your take is from it, you can consider it bad or good. Yeah. I think 2020 was pretty dope for me. Yeah. Unfortunately, a lot of people died and all that shit. But like, other than that, like, as far as like the whole COVID-19, what do you guys feel about the vaccination? Fuck that shit. Yeah, they can shove that shit up <laughs> they ass. Fuck no. out of here with that shit, bro. Uh, no, no, bro. No, uh, no. So what? So no, <laughs> no, no. Really? No. Why? Uh uh. All right. So have you ever? Did you get vaccinated growing up? I did not. 
No, really. I actually did not. And I didn't know that until I went to college. And I did have to get some because yeah. you have to have some to go to culinary school because you're using knives and stuff like that. Um, so I did get those just so that I could get into it. But I learned that I didn't have any of them. That's funny. So I was doing an episode yesterday and I was asking her, like, as women, women take like birth control that like you get injected to your arm yeah. or body. Mm-hmm. And there's other things you people ingest into their body where they don't necessarily know what is in it. What makes this vaccine so just like, fuck that? I mean, I was talking about yesterday. I was talking about like the Tuskegee experiment. Have you ever heard of that? Mm-hmm. So like in different things like that and the MMR shot that gives like uh, more uh, black kids autism than like any other vaccine. And yeah. like we did a, like some research on like the CDC and like a bunch of effed up stuff that they've done. But for me, it's like, how do we pick and choose or how do we decipher which one to take and not take? Well, I feel like that's a personal decision. Okay. But also, I feel like I don't... They are similar. But I feel like if... I don't know, because I feel like um, with birth control, you're bringing... You could be bringing a life into this world. Okay. Whereas, like, a vaccination is more harming your body. I feel like, yes... Birth control is harming you. I was say birth control is definitely harming okay, you. Okay, okay. I don't, I don't take it. So backpack, backpedal just a little bit. They're both very harmful. Okay, but I feel like if I had the choice back when, I wouldn't have done either. Okay, but you don't necessarily have a choice as a child. That's true. You don't have a lot of choice for anything. Yeah. You don't really have a choice or a say in those kinds of things. So I feel like if I had a choice, then I wouldn't have. But my mother kind of feels the same way. That's why I didn't have any of them. Okay. That makes we sense. lived on a farm in the middle of bumfuck Egypt. How, do, you, do you do you like living? Did you like living on a farm? If you could, would you? I um, think- I've always been trying to get back to that lifestyle. I don't want to like slaughter animals. Um, I would definitely more have like a animal sanctuary type thing. Um, but like farm life, definitely everything from the earth. Definitely. I already live and promote that lifestyle. So I'm just trying to get myself in place so I can live that lifestyle all the way. So one thing wifey and I realized, so when we did the whole transition of trying to like eat more fruits and vegetables and stuff like that, like it's hard to buy fruits and vegetables in bulk or buy like a certain amount for a week or like, we have to buy what we're going to eat for the next couple of days because if we don't, sometimes yeah. this shit goes bad. Yeah. Have you found a way to uh, buy in bulk and not have, like, shit that you get have, like, rot or go bad or something like that? Well, I feel like there's certain types of, like, meal prep things that you could do and there's certain, like, like, you could set yourself up. Like, you could go grocery shopping for... um like on Sundays and buy for the whole week and just prepare it in a way that sets you up for the whole week, even with your family. For for us, it was more like our raw vegetables and shit like that. Like, cause we bought like a lot of like cucumbers, tomatoes, like uh, spinach and stuff like that. And like, we were eating like a salad every, every single day. And so like after a while, like unless we, so like if we bought, for more than a like that week or whatever mm-hmm. just out of for conveniency just because we were really busy yeah it would go bad yeah i mean i i wouldn't go shopping i would go shopping once a week i fucking hate that i feel like that store. would be the minimum because i would want my things to be the most nutritious and the most fresh Alive. to go into my body to nourish me what's the are, uh so would you consider uh is there such thing as a raw plant-based yes my partner is raw plant-based really yes okay he um he only consumes well actually he's fruitarian but if he wants to eat something then it would be raw fruitarian what's that he only eats fruit he probably shits a lot yeah (laughs) sorry (laughs) yeah yeah but he's been he he was raw first and then he went fruitarian and it's been like I don't know like at least three or four years. That's dope. Yeah. 
I would actually like to try that. Like, I, I love fruit. It is really intense, bro. Is it, it? Is, that shit is not for the week. Really? It is not at all. Like, he he don't eat. He don't eat nothing but fruit. Do you hear what I'm saying? So for, he don't eat nothing but fresh fruit. So for me, it would <laughs> it it would be hard for me because when I do eat fruit fruit, like I can eat like two watermelons, four pineapples, and like four melons in like like a couple days. That ain't no. I mean, we do too. There ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So it's like that shit's expensive though. It is. It's fuck. Like it is. So eventually, for me, I was like, "Nigga, I want me a candy bar." Like, no, <laughs> exactly. Like, That's why it's not. It's not easy. Like for me, like not eating it wasn't hard. It was. But see, uh, like after you do it for a lot, like if you did it for two weeks, you would feel differently about it because it. It is detoxing the body, so it's gonna make you feel a lot of emotions. You're gonna get rid of a lot of things, like. Yes, you're going to shit yourself a lot and you're going to pee a lot, but you're going to be getting rid of a lot of emotions and toxins and other things that's inside of your body because fruit is really detoxing. So when I did my whole little sugar detox or whatever, that's kind of how I did mine. And like I was I got like sick, like physically sick. Yeah. And I had lost so much weight that like I guess you're only supposed to lose like 20 pounds within like a year or some shit like that. And I like it was like 60, 70 or some shit like that It was. Like and on top of it, I worked at. I wouldn't say that's a bad thing. No, no. It was I was it was terrible on me. Like I was always shitting, bro. Like my stomach, it was terrible. Because like, we have like what is it like fifty feet of like yeah in intestine, yeah. and then like half of it is like impacted, or maybe even all of it for some people. Right. So of course you should be shitting. You probably have shit from your childhood in there. <laughs> It's supposed to be shitting away. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But it was just, I'm just saying, I couldn't imagine like. Try the master cleanse where you like make the drink, the lemonade, and you drink it for 10 days. You don't eat anything else. You drink that. You shit every single day. And you're like, how am I shitting on day seven? And I ain't ate nothing in days. And it's because it's stuff that's just in your body. That sounds disgusting. It is disgusting. That sounds fun. That's why you're supposed to take care of your body. Yeah, I'm just now getting to the point where I'm trying to, like, take care of my body and take care of my face. What, what would you guys suggest is, like, natural, like, skin products and stuff like that? Because um, I, I definitely don't use natural skin products. I use coconut oil. I, we use raw, organic coconut oil for my skin, but I guess as far as, like, face wash and shit But like that's that. what I use it for. Really? Yeah. You put, like, some on your hand and, like, rub it in on your face, and then you, like, get in the shower, and then you put a towel on your face yeah and then just wipe it off what i was and it so, like moisturizes it cleanses it what would you think about is, there was like this thing that somebody made it was like that with like salt or some type of salt it was like i a, mean you can do salt like if you if you need to like exfoliate yeah, yes yeah. but i wouldn't do that like every single day okay. you can also put like baking soda on your face like if my face is like really really red um, then I'll use like baking soda and that'll like tone it down. Or sometimes I'll make like a mask with like baking soda and honey and turmeric. Yeah. But I don't really use like, I, I don't use products. I make all my own stuff, like my lotion, my hair stuff, like yeah. everything that goes in and on my body. I make myself. That's dope. I'm That's real what... picky like that. That's dope. <laughs> I've I, I, I hoped to get to a point where I can be picky like that, but. I still like Gucci shit, like Gucci perfume <laughs> and cologne and Burberry and shit like that. So uh, eventually I'll, I'll get there. But right now. I See, st- and I smell like essential oils and weed. <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with essential oils and weed. There ain't nothing wrong with that at all. If somebody wanted to come and like find your products and like, do you have like a website for your food or like for your for your retreat? Like if somebody wanted to go on your retreat, where how would they find that? Um, so right now we don't have a link for our retreat since we haven't, um, since it won't be until 2022 to the next one. Okay. Um, unless I, you know, come up with something sometime next year, but as of now, like we can't really. What about like, uh, like, do you have, you want to give out your Snapchat? I do have a website though. Okay. What's like, that? My website is, um, yogachefjess.com. Yoga Chef Jess. And Yoga Chef Jess on all the things like Instagram, Facebook. Yoga Chef Jess, okay. Yoga Chef Jess. Okay. I appreciate you guys for coming and sharing some uh, facts and some information about yoga and choosing a better lifestyle. Um, like I said before, I would love for you guys to potentially come back and 
chap it up about whatever. It doesn't have to be about. I have one more question before we go. What? What do you feel about Donald J. Trump? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the same way I feel about Biden. Okay. Yep. I don't like Biden. Fuck both of them. Did you vote? No. Negative. Okay. Somebody tried to tell me. Why would I vote for something that isn't helping anybody? Why, I, why, why would I waste my time? Why would I do that? That's telling. That's just like signing up for something, and you don't know what the fuck is gonna happen. You're right. just signing up for it because right. it's what you're supposed to do. Nah, right. fuck that. Right. I I feel kind of torn between it because even like when you think about it, like the Republicans freed the slaves, and Democrats really didn't want anything to do with that. Like, but most black people vote and are Democrat right now, and like I don't know, roles kind of switched for some reason, and I just feel like there's like some puppetry going on that we don't really i think it's all puppetry yeah and i feel like Always like been. and what the fuck happened to fuck the police why did we just vote them in there like y'all I don't but but no. the thing is is like we can't even i We're think dumb. if we go by the by the stats on the votes i don't think it was the it was us as black people that voted them in i think it was the white people that used to that was at one point fucking with trump Stop fucking with him, and they started. They switched over. Isn't that what happened? Because the the sure the percentage of white white people voting for Trump decreased. That's because people think he's crazy. But what is the other dude doing any better? Nothing. Is I, he not just as crazy, just as pedophilic? Just, like for me, I've all. I, I don't know personally. I don't. But either. I'm just saying. Like, are they? Is the things that we read about them, is it not the same? Do we not see the same things on both of them? Absolutely. I feel like uh, I'm not a Trump fan, but I feel like there is some things that he did in his four years that uh, benefited the black community that I agree with that statement. Do you really? I do. I get nervous saying that shit because like, it's so fucking because it's so controversial. <laughs> I know, I know, but I, I it's like nigga, I'm gonna get my black card Where is the for people that. that we just voted in? All they did was put us in there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, we're done. We gonna wrap it up. <laughs> we, we can come back and we can wrap about whatever, and we'll have another a better outline. We got to feel for like each other and kind of like where we can go with the conversation and shit like that. It's I feel like it's, sometimes it's hard to have like a, a first meet and a first episode too because it's kind of like uh, yeah. so. Um, yeah. I'm pretty comfortable though, and no. I don't mind no for me talking, I, so for, it works out for me. Sometimes I just don't know how to like. So, like, for me, I would ask, like, okay, you just said your partner, but then your girl's sitting right here. I'd ask about that. So, like, what, like, what is that? Like, would that be weird to ask that? Like, what is that? <laughs> like, what do you guys have, like, a triad? Or, like, what is, are you poly or? <laughs> so, you know what I mean? So, like, how do you, how do you, like. like for... she's, she's my best friend. It's That's evolving. all. Slowly into a throuple. Not necessarily like a sexual one, just like we a family now. Yeah. We take care of each other. Okay, see, see how awkward that got? <laughs> you see what I mean? So that's why I kinda like that's what I'm saying. First first meetups are like kinda like First meetups and first episodes are kind of just like, mm, okay, let's see how this goes next time. <laughs> I appreciate you guys for coming and wrapping in with us. I hope you guys come back. Yeah. yeah Thank you. Fun. Thank you. Thanks.